Hey guys, it's Sri back here. Welcome back to my podcast. Today I'm going to be continuing the book Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. The train ride was over and Harry was in Professor McGonagall's office with Madame Pomfrey. He was hurrying to get out of the room and go to the grand feast. Prof- but Professor McGonagall said, "At least have some chocolate." Harry said, "I don't need any. Professor Lupin already gave me some on the train." And Madame Pomfrey was surprised and said, "Looks like Professor Lupin knows his remedies." Harry got to the great hall, but like right before he was going out of Professor McGonagall's office, but Professor McGonagall told him to wait outside while she talks with Hermione about her timetable. So Hermione came inside and Harry was asking Professor McGonagall what about her timetable. And while Hermione was in there she whispered into Harry's ear while she was while he was going outside that it's about the extra classes I'm taking. I'll explain it to you outside. So Harry waited outside Professor McGonagall's office and after a while Madame Pomfrey also got out and headed to the hospital wing. Once Hermione was done talking with Professor McGonagall, she came out and she discussed what she they were talking about. And while they were walking, she said that third years can choose as many classes as they want. But then, you know, I'm really eager to learn. But classes like astronomy and divination are at the same time, so I can't be at two places at once. So Professor McGonagall talked to me and told me how I could fix that problem. Harry said, "Let me guess. You're going to use teleportation." Hermione answered, "Oh no, no, no. It's not using any wands or magic spells. Professor McGonagall just talked to me and organized my timetable more." Harry and Hermione finally reached the feast and everyone was singing the school song. So Hermione yelled, "Oh no, we missed the sorting." They got to the seats and then they started to sing along. Fred and George made a racket. And by that, I don't mean the ones you raise in tennis. I mean like a laughing racket. They ended the school song so late. But that gave Hermione, Harry and Ron some time to discuss about well, whatever was on that train. Ron asked Harry, "How come you were the only one who fainted? Me and Hermione were just fine." But it felt like we would never feel happiness again. That is true," replied Hermione. Harry asked, "When well, when Hermione was waking me up and when I fainted, I heard the same noise again and again. There was a woman screaming something. Harry didn't know who it was. He like obviously he knew that it was just in his head and it wasn't actually happening on the train, but he thought maybe it was just a dream or something. So He didn't tell what the woman had said to his friends. Then once the feast was over, everyone was able to go to sleep and the next day they would start their journey at Hogwarts. The next day they were going to have their first lesson and they've never had this class before because basically when you enter your third year at Hogwarts, you have the special ability to be able to take up any classes you want. but it's not like you can't take up any classes you have to take up some 
So Harry and Ron were basically forced to take up divination. But luckily, Hermione was there too. Hermione had basically just chosen every single one. But Harry knew that if she is doing divination, that means she can't do astronomy. And he thought that might have been one of Hermione's strong points after charms. So in that class, they weren't like using crystal globes to seek the future. But instead, they were doing something even more boring. Searching through tea leaves. Tea leaves are basically... So some people use tea bags. Some people use something that looks like soil. But then there are also tea leaves, which you just put the leaf in the water and then let it boil for a while, I think. And then you get tea. And then at the bottom, there are leaves. Okay, I don't know what it looks like or anything. But that's not important. So then you have to see what's written on the tea leaves and then they were given this book so then they had to see what's there like pictures would form with the tea leaves and harry got a sun with something that looked like a dog growl at least that's what ron saw ron was his partner and then he said okay so according to the book you're gonna suffer but be happy about it Seamus had gotten something similar and he stumbled across what Harry had got and said, No, Ron, it's the Grim. Everyone like left their seat when they heard the Grim. Of course, Seamus, Ron and Harry didn't know what it was. In fact, no one did. But it just sounds so scary for some reason. Only Professor Trelawney knew what a Grim is. But she didn't choose to explain because she was busy with Hermione. And when she explained Hermione what she had got, which wasn't really revealed, Hermione seemed to have gotten really mad and she just knocked one of the crystal globes off the table and left the classroom. Harry and Ron said, we better go get that. So they picked it up and then after that, they had what Harry was expecting to be his favorite class. That's right, DADA, Defense Against the Dark Arts. And that's because Professor Lupin was teaching it. He was definitely going to be a lot better than Quirrell, who had two heads, and Lockhart, who was somehow sorted into Ravenclaw, when he's supposed to be sorted into Slytherin. I mean, he's as dumb as a doorknob. He doesn't know anything. How do you even get a role for a teacher? Well, Lupin was definitely a lot smarter than Gilroy, and a lot safer than Quirrell because Harry was pretty sure he wasn't trying to kill him after he had saved him. So this was definitely better than the others and he seemed to know a lot because once Madame Pomfrey said looks like this teacher knows his remedies, Harry knew that this wasn't gonna upset him. And that's right, they were learning about something so fun, Bogarts. Lupin asked, does anyone know what a Bogart is? And unlike in Snape's class, well, of course, Hermione's hand does go up every time in potions. But Snape always ignores it and says, no one? Because Hermione's hand is the only one to go up. But then in Professor Lupin's class, yes, her hand was the only one to go up. But Professor Lupin noticed it and said, yes, Miss Granger, what is a bogart? And Hermione said, a bogart is something which lives in dark spaces. 
and no one really knows what it looks like because when you see it then well it shows up as your biggest fear correct said lupin 10 points to gryffindor and a bogot also is thrown away by laughter do you notice something weird well not weird a way that you can trick a bogot harry's hand actually went up this time and of course her mind is did too harry said well if there are two people standing in front of a bogot and they have different fears won't like if Neville and Ron are standing in front of a bogot. I know Ron's biggest fear is spiders and Neville's is Let's just say Neville's is a rat. Then won't the bogot turn up as half a rat and half a spider? That's funny and maybe they'll laugh it out and the bogot will disappear. Great job Potter but not entirely correct. Miss Granger Then of course Hermione said Harry's half right but the laughter won't make it go away it'll get confused on what to turn into it'll be spider for one minute then rat for one minute then spider for one minute it's going to keep going like that and only one person will be scared each time so then the other one can perform the spell ridiculous and professor dupin said great job 10 more points to gryffindor today we are going to be learning that spell So he made everyone stand in a line and they all saw their biggest fears. Neville was first and actually his biggest fear wasn't a rat. It was Professor Snape. That's right. The bogot came out as Professor Snape. And well Professor Lupin said you have to think of something funny and then say ridiculous. He said that Lupin, I know you live with your grandmother. What does she wear? Neville started saying, "Well, she has a red handbag and she has a lot of lis- lipstick. She also has a hat." And then Professor Lupin interrupted and said, "Don't say, think." And then once you're done, tap your wand and say ridiculous. Well, he definitely didn't have to say it. He just had to think. and when he said ridiculous everything that he thought came on the professor's snape it was so funny everyone started laughing and then the bogot went back in everyone did that turn but then when it was harry's turn he was about to do lord voldemort but then he thought of the dementor that he saw on the train and thought that's his biggest fear so then he thought of a dementor but then that's what came out but then he was thinking he was thinking of something funny but that's not important because he wasn't able to perform the spell professor lupin came in front and said ridiculous and well sure it was funny but harry didn't get to do it and it showed up as well okay it showed up as someone Okay, if you don't know, in front of fast food joints, there's this like weird thing which is red and it's big, 
and it has air going into it at all times and it just shakes and shakes and shakes with his arms also wiggling and his head also wiggling i don't know what it's called but it was like that the a picture of that which was moving came on his like dark black shirt and then he start and then the dementor started acting like that everyone laughed and it went the burger went back in harry was confused on why you know he wasn't able to do the spell but he didn't ask because class was already over then the next day after lunch something shocking happened well you know on every like house doors there's a someone who has been in that house as in a portrait and for gryffindor it's a fat lady but well the next night in the morning the fat lady was gone and they weren't able to go in the dormitory once they got out that is percy looked everywhere for the fat lady and the, she found her sitting behind elephant dung she was too scared to go back to the job because she said serious black almost attacked her that's right serious black the mask criminal who's got out of azkaban and he was the only one to that's why the you know the dementors attacked harry on the train well not exactly attacked she said that he asked for the password and for her to open up but then she said no so he threatened of attacking her they had to sleep in the great hall along with all of the other house people students because serious black could still be in the building percy searched everywhere because well he was a prefect so did professor dumbledore snape and professor mcgonagall they all searched for serious but of course he wasn't there i mean he escaped the mentors he'll obviously be able to escape teachers but how did he get in all rumors were spreading on how serious black got in some were saying maybe he parted into the building some said that well maybe he got a disguise hawani was saying that you, no one can disappear and appear in hogwarts school grounds and i'd like to see a disguise which can fool these dementors he definitely did something else polyjuice potion suggested run hamani said of course not how's that going to fool dementors the only thing i can think of which can is ice of course that was a joke but does it really so then the next day they finally got able to you know get in and out of the their dorm gryffindor dorm but then there wasn't a fat lady you know the saying you never miss something until it's gone well they never thought that they would miss the fat lady but now they did she was usually annoying but the one who's guarding their door now is even more annoying it's so cadogan he is very annoying he's like a kid who has a pony which he pretends is a knight 
and a sword which is taller than him and it got stuck in the ground anyway so he can't use it and he wears knight in shining armor and he would never like just let people in like how the fat lady would do sometimes on some occasions if she was lucky he did not give away luck he would always be like do you want to duel come on come on grab that mop over there i'm sure it'll be good enough that's not happening said seamus and he just kept yelling the password fortuna major fortuna major capit draconis he thought maybe it was wrong but then he just said it's actually fortuna major but come on i won't let you in without a good old duel who are we pigs well that was one thing but then they had a hogsmeade visit and harry couldn't go sadly but ron and hermione brought back lots of treats then after a few like days some potions classes other classes transfiguration classes another defense against the dark arts class where they were learning about hinky punks and then one care magical creatures class where they were learning about newts i think that's what they were called no blasted shrews that's right then yet again another hogsmeade visit came but of course harry couldn't go again because vernon dursley his uncle didn't sign a form and he couldn't get professor mcgonagall to sign it either because she's not a parent or guardian and the only one he you get it but while he was just sneaking around in his visibility cloak the his like footprints were shown in the snow and fred and george weasley stopped him and said where are you going come on put this take this off and they pulled the invisibility cloak off harry and said this is the solution to all your problems and he, they just handed him a plain old piece of parchment harry asked what's this rubbish george i mean fred i don't know who said it one of them said he asked what's this rubbish and then harry looked and unfolded the parchment and said there's nothing written on this what am i supposed to do with this they both said well this is the marauders map you tap it with your wand and say i'm suddenly swear i'm up to no good then ink started to appear that's right ink and then it would just spread over the whole paper until the whole map was there fred said you can see anyone george said anytime fred said and what they're doing and then george no fred said again we had we nagged it in our first years when we were really innocent back then but we noticed our needs then george said are better than yours and he said but how is this supposed to help me and george said there are seven secret entrances to hogsmeade we know that filch knows four of these and has blocked them off then this one is in dumbledore's office where we can clearly see dumbledore is 
right now. And well, this one, the entrance is blocked by the Whomping Willow. But you can use this one, which is Justin Gryffindor Corbin Rune. Harry got there and he got to Hogsmeade. That was amazing. He was under his invisibility cloak, of course, though. And he met Hermione and Ron and played around with them a little. Hermione said, Harry, you can't be here. Sirius Black is on the loose. What if he catches you right here and kills you here? Ron said, look, Hermione. And he pointed at a yellow notice card which said, no wizards and witches after nine o'clock. Dementors will be patrolling Hogsmeade. And it's still 6.30. I don't see how Sirius Black is going to come here without with Dementors patrolling the place. Hermione said, what if he's here now? And Ron said, first of all, how is Sirius going to know that Harry's here right now when he's a, he was clearly under an invisibility cloak? And second of all, I'm pretty sure someone would notice a masked criminal in Hogsmeade. Hermione said, oh, okay, fine. But then, after this visit, you're going to turn that Mordrauder's map back to Professor McGonagall. Ron said, yeah, along with his invisibility cloak. You crazy, Hermione. Hermione was mad. So, Harry asked her, are you going to tell on me? She said, of course not, Harry. You're my best friend. But, I don't know. I mean, is it really safe? What if this gets into hands of Sirius Black? He'll know everywhere to go in the place. And I'm just worried. Harry said, it's going to be okay. No one is going to know. No one knows that we have my invisibility cloak, do they? Then Hermione finally agreed. And they had the best time at Hogsmeade. They ate stuff. They drank some butterbeer. Harry had his first taste of butterbeer. And, well, Ron even tricked Hermione to eat an acid pop, which almost burnt a hole in her tongue. And she started chasing him around. Then they also went to the Shrieking Shack, where those three, Malfoy, Crave, and Goyle, all got into a fun snowball fight. And it was just so much fun. Then they got back to Hogwarts. I think I've told enough for this podcast. See you next time. Stay tuned. Bye.